0: From the front line.
1: It's not going to work, man. From the
0: tailgates. Representing KGYR and its stakeholders. We, we are the, the Forum, Forum for the Fan. The Bleed Blue Show. Flying solo. Here's your host, Chris. Well, 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 well,
2: hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Big Blue Roundtable. This is the preview versus the Eagles. It's is your professor, Chris. Christopher. How you doing? Nine two nine Uh We're going to play the Eagles, as you didn't know, as if you didn't know, come Christmas Day. Uh, you know how I feel about that. Um, we're going to um, – it used to be way before 25 years ago when I moved out here to South Jersey – I used to think the Cowboys were the bane of my existence. That has changed drastically. You got to see these fans, if you have, but then again, maybe you don't have to see these fans. But anyway, that's another story. Enough about me. This is a preview versus the Eagles. That we're, got, we're going to bring all the heavy hitters on. Jason's here with me. Nine two nine four seven seven four one seven one is the number. Uh, We have had a lot of technical difficulties lately If you guys tried to call in on Sunday with me, I'm sorry I don't know what happened, that was beyond my control Same thing, Steve's been having a lot of issues with the other shows too We'll try to get that fixed for you best we can Definitely by the new year Because this is the last show of this year So therefore, uh, you know, we're sorry (laughs) We just are, we just are Way, I try to young. call in,
1: man. I try to call in from New Orleans. That's, that's
2: we had a great involved,
1: time. Way. We had a great time. Frontliners, Bates, Captain Bill. Well, Miami, wait a minute. Let me tell ourselves. everybody where they can we find could.
2: it. Jason, let, me tell, Jason, let me tell everybody where they can find the show. They can find the Bleed Blue Show on Facebook, Twitter, and IG. The Bleed Blue Show It's all over your social media. Look it up. It's the icon. The um, white background it says Bleed Blue with the earphones. All right. Jason, what was you saying about New Orleans, sir? Well, I, I was actively trying to call in and
1: call in and call in from New Orleans. Uh, so, the game, we had a great time down there with some great people. Great food, Bourbon Street, French Quarter. Um, you know, it was a good time. Bill, Scott, Miami Mike, Dwayne, his lovely wife, uh, Jenny from the block, uh, Mo, Mo life. Uh, George Butler was down there. We had a really great time and. Uh, Um, It it was one for the record, but
2: like I said, minus the loss, New Orleans did not disappoint. All right. That was Jason, everybody, giving you the update that we wanted him to give you last time. On on Sunday, we couldn't get it. Uh, 929-477-4171. notes is in the house. So is Lady Blue. Let me tell you. So, look, Jay, um, look, we've got the Eagles this week. They're coming off three straight losses. Um, uh, they don't. They don't look anything like they were supposed to. I'm putting that in italics for everyone. Like they were supposed to. The, when they were ten and one, when they were ten and one, people were saying, "Okay, this is a, this is a march, right up to the to to, to the Super Bowl. No one's going to beat them. No one's going to stop them." And since then, they have looked or- ordinary. They just looked ordinary. But they never look ordinary against us. They're ten and zero against the Giants since twenty fourteen. They're undefeated on Christmas Day. They earned victories in 2017, 06. Since eighteen, they're twenty eighteen. They're eight and one at home during the month of December, and they're gonna have to face the New York Football Giants. Who let, let me give you? Let me let me just say this on the positive end: we've totaled twenty two takeaways this year. That's ties with that's tied with New Orleans for the ninth most in the league. And we also had another stat that I lost my paperwork with, and I can't find right now, but it was good as well. So uh, that's one of the things, that's a couple of things that, that, are, that are happening. She knows is here. Lady Blue is here. She knows what's happening, man. What's the line on this game anyway?
0: Uh, you know, I haven't had a chance to check, but I'll look at it right now. I know, it was, I know on Sunday it was over 10 and a half. Uh, but let me take yes. a look right now and see where that has moved. If it is, it's I know probably, that was before the Eagles played why. Monday night. One no, thing we, look, we're definitely
2: right going to know. One thing we're definitely going to know, ladies and gentlemen. How much? Thirteen and a half. Oh, two touchdowns. Why? 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 Okay, listen. One thing I was, I'm going to know, see notes for sure, is that this is a game that an NFC East team can win. Is I it? think so. It, one of, and, and NFC team will win this game. I guarantee you. I guarantee you. Well, anyway, this is a well, nice. Oh yeah, you know game. you're right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, 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 Look, I I caught myself for a second. It took me a while for me to catch on to that. But yeah, you're sure. right.
2: Well, you know what? But but also, what else is true? And you've noticed this. I know you have there's absolutely no denying that for the first time in a long time the eagles will find more than one way to way to lose the game over the last oh like they have over the next month. If you see them faltering, don't i mean really. I know what we think right now, what we're predicting right now, what we're about to say right now, but if they start slipping, don't be surprised because they have never. And we'll talk about that later in the game when um Jason comes back. They have never really dominated a game this year. Dominate. They
0: are. They are. So if you look at, and one of the big things that I track during a season is point differential, which is the amount of points you score subtracted by the amount of points you give up. That's usually historically about a, 90. I think it's a 92% indicator of how good your team actually is. And mm-hmm. like last year, I think the Eagles were minus. I think the Eagles were plus one. It was it was at least plus 150 for the season. This okay. year, it's only plus. I think it's 18. Which means that if you if you look at what their record is, their record does not match what their point differential is. Which means, mm-hmm. to me, much like the Vikings last year, if you remember the Vikings last year, were like 13 and four, something like that. But when you looked at yeah. their plus-minus ratio, it, it was completely out of whack. I think they I think they were like plus four, or, or maybe they even gave up more points than they scored. Something it was something, it was something weird to the point where when we yeah, yeah. when we faced them, that's that there was a reason why folks were not buying what the Vikings were selling last year, despite the record, and this year. The Eagles are sort of now. There's sort of two parts of this, right? Hey, cat, hey, hey, you, you get out of there. Hey, hey, go, go, get down. Um, really, there's two parts of this. One, one, the Eagles have not really dominated any game this season. They, and there's mm-hmm. been certain games where they have been in control, but for whatever reason, have not had the same put-away ability that they had last year. Like there were some games last year. Yeah where the Eagles would get up on you 14 nothing, and all of a sudden 14 nothing would spiral to 21-3, 28-3, yep. 35-10, and it was goodnight yeah. to the lights. This season, right. they've had a few games where they have been up, but they have not been able to just get that sort of you know, knockout punch um, mm-hmm. to, to knock mm-hmm. teams out. I remember there was a game against Minnesota early in the year, Tampa. There was a game against the Rams. Yeah. Um, you know, there's been a few of those games this year where the Eagles just for whatever reason haven't been able to put, you know, put that hammer down on, on teams. And, of course, all the other factors, too, the Eagles have faced the hardest schedule in the league. You know, they've faced the Chiefs. They've faced Buffalo. They've faced, you know, San Francisco. You know, they've been facing some really good teams. And so, you know, the last three weeks, you know, you're looking at the Eagles from the prism of them facing the Cowboys, the 49ers, and a tricky game in Seattle in which Seattle basically had to win in order to, be, in order to save their season. So there's a lot of things that are kind of going on. But, you know, if, if you flip the one-score games around, let's say if they, if they all went the wrong way, the Eagles would be no different than like a four- or five-win team this season. So they're just sort of on the wrong end of the luck scale this year. Or they've been luckily I – mean, they've been getting away for a while but might be a bit of – market correction that has come for them in the last couple of weeks. That might be what's going on here.
2: Okay. Beautiful. That's the C notes. We need to put this analogy at the top of every show. That's the C notes, everybody. Nine two nine four seven seven four one seven
3: one.
2: Jason, what you got? I
3: thought
1: you well, I mean, you, do you want to start off with matchups, Chris? Because I mean, I got some really No, 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 no,
2: match-ups. no. I want. I'm gonna get to the matchups in a minute. I just want everybody to come on right now. Like this wonderful oh, person, oh, okay. here, whose whose mom's birthday's today, Lady Blue. On behalf of the Blue um, Blue Show, tell tell your mom happy birthday from everybody,
4: please. Gee, hey, let's see. Can you hear me now?
2: <laughs> I hear you now. I can hear you now. This ain't yeah,
4: Sunday was a clusterfuck, fuck, but hey, it, it happens. You know, technology is only good yeah. when it works. But yeah, I told mom. <laughs> I told mom everyone wished her a happy birthday. So, and I even got her a cheesecake that and had them write "Happy Birthday, Mom" on it. But um, right. as far as this game, I agree with Carl. I mean, my butt. Then again, like you said, we have not won in Philly since 2013. And since then, they have just beaten our ass. I mean, we have not actually beaten them since 2021. But the last time we actually won in Philadelphia was 2013. So 10 years ago. It's a long time. But I was also, you know, looking up some stats, too. And even though, yeah, we lost in New Orleans, we really didn't do – I mean, yeah, we didn't get any takeaways – and but the defense kind of held their own. I mean, they they held the rush for under 120 yards. I mean, so we kind <clears> of <throat> I mean, the offense couldn't do a damn thing. I mean, like I said, what it, the announcer said that New Orleans was one of the least amount of sacks and we gave them 7 in one game, so shit. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah. So, but but against the Eagles, I don't know. It, it's like they are our kryptonite. They really are. We, I mean, ever since that mi- <clears throat> miracle at the Meadowlands with them, <laughs> we just—it's been going downhill ever since. Uh, we just—we need to find a way to beat this team, and we just haven't. I mean, I'm hoping for the best. You know, I just—I want to limit the mistakes, the <clears throat> the penalties. <clears throat> I want the O-line to remember how to block and protect, that would be really nice. Um, mm-hmm. If our defense can get a couple of takeaways this game, that would be phenomenal. And we'll, we'll, we'll just see what happens. Like I said, as far as, like Jason said, the matchups are going to be pretty interesting. But uh, And then I heard, I thought I, I read something that I don't know if it's true, that they're thinking about playing Boston Scott against us.
2: Oh, boy. Yeah,
4: I, was going to get I saw to that. that and I was like, "Are you kidding me?" No, I mean they. I mean, but we have a lot of do not did not practices and limited practices. They're not telling us at all of what's going on with our kicker, even though Gillian did do a forty-yard field goal on top of his punting duties. So that's still up in the air. We know nothing about that. It's just our team is. Definitely the in- definition of insanity. It really is. Um, and again, we're playing... I mean, I can't consider it prime time because prime time is 8 o'clock, but we are playing on a Monday. I mean, it is Christmas. It's a holiday, but we'll see what happens. I mean, we all know that we're not doing anything uh, this year. I mean, the turnstile turn of our, the O-line is just abysmal. <laughs> it really is. It's like... How many? How long can you work on the same flipping thing, year in and year out? Well, I mean, oh. and as Big O says, coaching—you know—the offensive co- coach oh, has geez, to be. exactly. I mean, offensive coach has to go. He's done. I mean, he needs to pack his All right, wait, wait, wait. Wait, wait, wait. Be, wait a minute, Lady Blue. We can't go there yet. We're not going
2: there yet. We're not going there yet. We're not going Why not? Because, we're, because we have, cause we're sticking to the script. We're sticking, we're sticking oh, to the script. Oh, man. Come on, man. <laughs> we're sticking to the script. We're sticking to the script. But we'll be Ticking right back. We'll be right back. Up. We're gonna, go, ladies and gentlemen. We're gonna go from Lady Blue to the Lady of New York. Kristen, look. Here's how this works. This is what I see, anyway. All right. The Danny, the top. Get ready. I'm getting ready to do it myself. The Tommy DeVito story. You know, along with the, the Giants playoff hopes they, hope they were derailed on, on Sunday during our show, all right? Mm-hmm. DeVito went down seven times. Now they've got to face the Eagles team that's still in good shape and has to start playing well now. And they're desperate. They're desperate. But they also own us, like, like Lady Blue just just said. 16 wins in the last 20 regular season meetings. How do you prognosticate this?
5: Well, you know, if we keep playing the way we've been playing and getting coached up, we already know what the outcome is going to be against Philly. Uh, I think the only difference this week uh, between the last couple of games with Philly is all their freaking injuries, too. You know, you got Darius Layout. Devonta Smith is questionable. Zach Cunningham. Zach Cunningham is a beast. He's questionable with his knee. Uh, Good. Nicholas Morales, Jurgens. And then you've got um, Avante Maddox. Good. So you've got some major guys out. Major. Good. Um, don't know if we can <laughs> – you know, we've had a lot of missed opportunities. A lot. The three and outs oh, yeah. are horrible. Just can't get those oh, right. Yeah. We cannot run inside this game. We can't. And their four-man defense has been tremendous. So unless we have a new game plan, it's not going to work. It's it's really not. It's 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 really bad. It's bad. You know the Cowboys beat the hell out of them. I mean, just outplayed them. Just outplayed them. Dak had like two hundred and what seventy yards, Anti touchdown touchdowns. Like that. Couldn't do anything. Hurts probably had five carries and 30-something yards, possibly, if that. I don't know. It's really up to the coaching, and it's up to the players to play their position. Just don't think we can run Barkley through them because it's not going to happen. We cannot run that ball this week. You risk a big turnover possibility, and I don't want to risk that. And we also have to protect whoever, Tyrod or Tommy, whoever starts this week. They've got to protect the quarterback. They have to. And the pressure at Philly is going to be enormous. So we'll see. Don't I know. don't know. But but, okay. but happy birthday, Tommy, and Merry Christmas, everybody.
2: Hey, hey. Maddie, I don't, you know what? i got to find my theme. I don't have my, my birthday theme here. Uh, I'll find it in a minute, and I'll, and I'll shout her out. That's what I've been trying to do. oh here we go. Happy birthday There
1: you go. All right. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to
2: you. That's for that's for mom right there, Lady Blue. Nine yes. two nine four seven Thank seven you. four one seven one. Well, you know, Kristen just basically, you know, put it together for you. Know, we bro- bro- we yes, got to go
5: respond. We have to have. We, we got to respond and we got to move the chains. Yeah. I don't care if it's by four or five yards every carry. We've got to maintain control. That was a big deal. I heard you in the beginning. Is control? Um, I think it was Carl. Control is a big thing. They haven't been blowing everybody out, but they've been taking control, and we could take over. But it comes from coaching, so it's up to Captain if he feels like showing up this week. We'll see. Lee Blue. Oh
2: boy, you had to say that name, did you? He's becoming a bad, bad. That's becoming a bad taste in my mouth. Believe it or not. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, you know what? I tell you what's what's interesting. You know, the Eagles' quarterback, uh, Jalen Hurts, he's among the lead, lead, league leaders in turnovers. But you know what? The Giants, you know, they're tied for eighth in the NFL with interceptions this year. I, that's sometimes hard to believe or overlooked. Yeah. Thirteen interceptions. That's pretty good, Brooklyn Shaw, How you doing? Welcome to the Bleed Blue Show. He is he's back. Talk to us, man. I'm good. I'm
6: good. How's everybody doing? You no know, peace Where, and blessings, hey, all that good stuff.
2: Success. Yep, yep, yep. So, so talk to us, man. I mean, you heard what you heard what Lady Blue said, Carl said, Kristen said, Jason said about just about our chances, um, and um, the inability to beat this team, man. You know. You know what? I'm gonna tell you what. I'm, me personally, I'm getting past that because. It's become psychological, I think, for the Giants. Sort of like, I don't know if you guys are into baseball, but no matter how well the Yankees are doing, when they go up to Boston, even if they're beaten, even if Boston is damn near last place and the Yankees are first, there's some kind of mystique that happens where you just think it's, it's almost a fear that comes over the pinstripes. I think the Giants have the same disease against the Eagles. I don't know. Anyway, take it away, Sean.
0: Better, better, not having better
6: players. I mean, yeah, that too. But they have been one of our greatest thorns in the side. For some odd reason, to even when they are having a bad season, we seem like really just can't beat them when we're supposed to. Uh, We do have a chance to win. I believe last week, even though it was a bad game, I did see a lot of. Good things during the game, but my my focus is 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 the some of the fans. I believe we all want our team to win, but I just feel like universally, with just fans in general, I'm I'm really having a hard time in critiquing players. Like if we win, we win. If a quarterback is good. Well, how good does he have to be to show that he's great? Because I just feel like the way players are critiqued nowadays, Joe Montana wouldn't be a great quarterback. Dan Marino wouldn't be a great quarterback. One misstep, and it's, he's not this. He's just the game manager. He's, He's not the truth. He's not, like, it's sickening sometimes. It's like, okay, we all know what we're getting at with a third-string quarterback. <laughs> I mean, yes, Danny DeVito wasn't lighting it up, but he gave us a spot. Uh, I always said it's coaching that really has us in this predicament. I mean, there was, you know, a couple of drop passes. He was doing what he can do, but the longer he starts, you know teams are now getting a playbook on him. So, He's not going to be as dynamic somewhat as what we saw, you know, the past couple of weeks. And, yes, we know he's not undefeated. But he gives us the best opportunity right now to win. I just want to win. I don't care if he's putting up great numbers or not. As long as we win, that should really be the main focus of all of us. It's going to be tough, of course, this Monday because we ain't beat a team in fully, like they said, Lady Blue said since 2013. That's crazy. It's like the Monday night curse is crazy.
4: But right. we have a
6: chance. Things things happen. Um, They're not playing their best, but for some reason, even when they were on their winning streak, the Eagles, always thought they were holding back because I felt like they ran out of gas last year in the Super Bowl. So I really felt like they were holding back. And, yeah, they had one of the toughest seasons, that you know, as far as players, you know, teams that they're going through. Um, only thing they worried about is just getting into the playoffs, which they will, and then we'll see the real team, I believe. But I do think we have a chance to beat them, um, which will really throw a monkey wrench in everything. And you know we'll we'll see, but it it just all depends on coaching. There are some matches that we can explore, and we'll we'll see. It it, it should be entertaining. Hopefully, hopefully the whole game, because a couple of them okay. games last time we played head to head have went down to the wire. So I'm hoping for that.
2: All right, yeah, so it has to be. It has Coaching, to be... Uh...
1: man. Come on, man. You know this.
2: I got it. You know what? Hey, hey, let me ask you something, Brooklyn Sean, before I bring Dre Graham on. Uh, and I'm not putting your business out there. What are you, like, in your mid-30s, maybe? How old are you about?
6: Uh, I, I wish would, I was you know? back in my mid-30s. I wanted to be taking these pills. 52.
2: Okay. Then you got it. All right. Now, Lady Blue <laughs> I'm not, not going to say anything about Christmas, but I think she has it.
5: Carl, I'm not,
2: not sure two. about you. Uh, Jason, I'm, I'm 52.
5: I'm 52. Okay. Yes, all right.
2: Sir. All right. I'll be 52. Because I want to address something of, what, about what you said, Sean, and that, that's very interesting. Um, you said something about these fans, man. They're and they are. They're all over the place. When I I'm older than everybody on this forum, so I I'm, and I have to be and I'm proud enough to say something about this. When I was coming up, I'm a New York City, Brooklyn, Brooklyn and Queens kid, right? When I was coming up, we had two, and we still do, two major teams or more in each major sport, right? But we probably had only three sports voices to listen to. And they were, well, five. Three were on the radio, two were on TV, Right? And you only got to hear them once a week, all of them. And besides your eyes and what you read in the newspaper, yeah, you know, that. And you younger people out there, we have we read the newspaper. By the way, we didn't just use it for toilet tissue like y'all do, or, or use it to, to roll your weed. We, besides the news, besides reading the newspaper and listening to the radio, we had our own eyes to check it, you know, to check for it, right? Or we listen to the the games on the radio, like the Rangers and the Knicks were on on the radio all the time. So it was easier for us to understand the nuances of this game. Everything from blocking in in football to a a back pick in basketball to a sacrifice bunt in baseball and on and on and on. We knew that. Wasn't a lot of voices. We spoke amongst ourselves. We sat on this thing called the stoop for you other people that are listening out there, don't know what that is, or the hallway, and we talked about the game all the time. Today's cats are on social media all day long, all day long. There's about, I I counted one time, 36 different giant groups, okay, with different opinions, different voices. God knows how many podcasts, and everybody's talking on top of each other. Plus you got 24-hour cable where you got one particular station that says the same shit constantly and repeats the same shows over and over for forever. I, I was going to say 24 hours, but it's, it seems to be more than that. But it's the same nonsense all the time unless they get a, a, a breaking highlight. So what's happening, Sean, is that you're getting the same regurgitated shit all the time and you repeated it to your friends or your colleagues or whoever you're dealing with and the opinions of the fans don't mean much anymore like they used to. There's no meaning behind it. That's why you really shouldn't be concerned, bro, because it's all a bunch of plastic bullshit. It really is. Nobody's sincere anymore. You're not everything is at the top of the hour or a soundbite or friggin' opinionated uh um um podcast type of situation. So, brah, don't be in despair. I got you. So do the rest of us that understand real fucking sports and how it's and the nuances and how it's to be played. Nine two nine four seven seven four one seven one, Dre Graham is on the Bleed Blue show. Do your thing, homie. My
3: bad, kind of late to the show. Time zone gets to me. <laughs> Say hi to everybody, but, man. Including happy birthday to uh, Lady Blues mom. Oh, happy birthday, Lady Blue. Where Where's she at? She over there in her chair. That's my girl right there. She's the OG right there. She yeah, she's there. She right there. Yeah, <laughs> but um. Anyway, let, let's get to this game, man. Um, wasn't on here very long, but you know, like Brooklyn said.
2: You look at
3: you know I know you're looking at the matchups, Dre. Listen, my main my main thing is I wanna see it 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 the energy of the team. Because I've alluded yeah. to it plenty of times. The team come out right. flat for some reason. Against yeah. Philly they come out flat. They come out flat against Dallas, but they come out flattish against Philly. And it ha and it has nothing to do with us getting our ass whipped last week. So we could be on a six-game winning streak and still come out flat with these with these two teams that I just mentioned. Um, it's it's they they they've had our heart for for for, for a while now, and I, I can't put my finger on it. Um, and I mean, and. and we We know the team have weaknesses if they didn't have weaknesses, they wouldn't be on the three games when it lose streak. But that means nothing coming in playing against us because one thing I do know it's a copycat lead until you play the Giants Because it's like we got too much pride to 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 repeat the same thing that other teams repeated to have success. Um, I brought it up a couple of times in the past. One time we played Philly, we had Odell. They had two second string cornerbacks. I think their safety was the only starter back there. They asked Odell after the game why didn't they go deep to him because, you know, it's it's it's, it's two rookie corners back there, two backups. And and mm-hmm. his 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 answer was, Hey, I don't call the plays. They run the plays, we run the plays that they call. Next question. I don't, I don't know why we don't like to exploit people's weaknesses, because they do it to us all day long. If Philly had a chance to put up to break that record on us Monday, they're going to break the record. It ain't going to be like Miami when they could have broke the record earlier, and you know the coach let off the gas. Philly, Philly and Dallas, they don't let off the gas against us, but we never push the gas against them. Which is, it it makes no sense to me. That's stupid as hell if you ask me. Um, I don't care about good sportsmanship. I want to blow these fools out, man. Score and keep on scoring. We ain't going to do that. I got to play mad in 24 to do that. Because it's not going to happen Monday night. Um, (laughs) As far as, man, as far as our, it's a shit show, man. Bo- you can't make this up, man. Both of our kickers are injured. How do both of your kickers get in and are opponent injured
2: how is that How is that,
3: you can't how is that, make that possible man? You can't, make it up. you can't you can't make it up man. I mean the hey we all we everybody on here knows somebody who lies their ass on. They gotta be like the best liar in the world. We all know somebody like that. they can't even make this up. They hmm. wouldn't even think about telling the story where all three kickers—the backup, the punter, and the, the regular kicker—all injured. That's crazy, hey, Dre, man.
2: What do you think about any of the matchups in this game? Any, any matchups concern you?
3: Um, their their home defensive line against our offensive line.
6: Their line right against,
3: against our offensive line. <laughs> Yeah, safety against the offensive line. Is it a or 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 all all phases, man? they water boy rushing the damn quarterback. I'm worried about the offensive line, especially if he especially if he Bobby Boucher. But that's another story. We get to that later. But I don't I, I don't know, man. This is this is. And we're pulling this off, man. But like Brooklyn Sean said, just I mean, we just wanna win. And if we don't win, we wanna see a competitive game. So at least we can say, okay, well, they they were just better than us. And I don't wow. think that's that's been the case the past couple of years because like I said, it's been it's been no fight out there, man. Damn. Okay. I'm, well,
2: Really? Sad. Well look, Dre, I you ain't gonna get no argument out of me, man. Thanks, bro. Nine two nine four seven seven, four, one, seven, one. Hey Jason, listen, I saw this stat, right? To Dre's point. Yeah. It says the Eagles ranked fourth in the NFL in pressure behind San Francisco, Baltimore, and Miami. And they're also tied for the seventh most quarterback hits in the league. While ranking seventh in rushing defense, allowing only 94.4 rushing yards a game, and they got to come in and they're gonna do this dressed in black, by the way, on their home field on Christmas Day to us. That's all I gotta say about matchups, personally, man. <laughs> well, <laughs> you know, I'm, I, I think I think I think
1: we got a guy that used to play cornerback that could be coming up next. I showed him, I Let bring him, him on and asked him. Is that
2: the guy that left this machine here? Is that the same guy that left this machine here? John Connor. Yeah, that must be the meat. That's the meat grinder, right? Yeah, it sure is. Oh man. Oh boy. Stand back. The green, the meat grinder has begun. Hello, oh, sir.
7: Can, can you hear me? You guys hear me?
2: Oh
1: boy, I'll do whatever. Whatever.
7: Look, I, I just called and I heard a little bit of what um, Dre Graham said on the, on, on the back end, and I'm good, um, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> Look, this—if I agree with everything he said—and then I guess he alluded to uh, what Big Sean said. He just wants to see us do well. Look, like I said at the end of that horrible game last week. The Saints are nothing compared to Philly, and look what they did oh to the O-line. It all starts and ends with, with, with those with those uh, clowns called the offensive line, whatever excuse for an offensive line that we have. Justin Pugh was getting bodied out there. It, it was horrible. Like, how embarrassing is that? Like, how, how did those guys even go back to the locker room and, or get on mm-hmm. the flight? Like, you know what? You guys are taking a Greyhound bus home because – what, what do you say to, to the coaches, to the teammates? What do you say, sorry? What do you say to Simon DeVito, sorry? Are you, are you serious? Like, like, it doesn't get any worse than that. So, if they show up like they did against the Saints, then, th- again, there's no hope. There's definitely no hope. With those stats you said, forth and uh, quarterback hits or whatever it is and all the pressures and all the stuff that they've been getting,
2: yep. if yep. that
7: O-line, if the O-line could somehow... Now, now check this out. If the online could somehow even hold up a little bit to give DeVito some time, we got a shot at beating these fools. I'll tell you that right now. But it all starts and ends with the offensive line. It all starts and ends with those guys because you you see what um you know how how the Seahawks took care of business, and they had the, yeah. they had the backup in there, they had Drew Lock in there. Now, yeah. I believe. More in Tommy DeVito than I do in Drew Locke. Tommy DeVito is a good decision maker. Uh, it doesn't matter what anyone says. I don't care if he's a rookie, a 12-year veteran. He makes good decisions.
2: That's last and and all of
7: the – I'm sorry. No, I am with, with,
2: yeah, yeah. Well, with the last
7: – yeah. With the last – with the worst O-line in, in history that I've ever seen, obviously we're at the bottom of the league and breaking our own high score of trash. So he still didn't turn the ball over. Because I, I, I I'm not even going to really bring up number eight, but I just know that number eight was born with baby hands. If you look at him, the ball's on the carpet. This dude will fumble just, just for you looking at him. He's going to fumble. That doesn't happen. Like, the, I got to give it to DeVito. He was, he was in hell. He was in the fire with, with, with gasoline draws, but he didn't, he, didn't, he didn't burn. Because he made yeah, good decisions. Carter. But it all goes back to the O-line. That O-line, because I'm not impressed with Philly. Philly, to me, has always been overrated. But the O-line, it starts with them. Because defense can't be on the field all game, as we all know. Even if we had a number one defense, no one's defense could be on the field all game. We know that. It's it's really coming down to the trenches and O-line. I'm sorry.
1: DB, okay. and then um, I-, I have a real, I-, I have kind of like a question for you, looking at from a cornerback position. It's kind of like my breakdown of the game, with the way that the Eagles are. They have Devonte Smith, they have um, AJ, they have Julio and Dallas Goddard. Do you expect Wink Martindale for the matchups to blitz 58 percent of the time and leach? leave each defender on man coverage on each of those receivers including the tight end or he's going to have to chill out or he's going to get destroyed over the middle and the deep ball what do you think
7: well i well first off throwing. i pray to the football guys that he doesn't do that prevent alignment that he had the corners like 10 to 12 yards off the ball because you're losing the game yes. immediately no matter who you're playing he wink has to get in their face with the corners. But he needs to switch it up because that crap he was playing, that prevent, that's all situational football. Like if you're up and the other teams trying to come back, okay, you you throw the prevent in maybe for that situation, not for your entire defensive game plan. So he has to get in their face, jam those receivers, AJ Brown, uh, the skinny kid from Alabama, Devontae Smith, whoever else they got some kids sixteen, whatever his his name is, Goddard, the tight end.
6: Um
7: I think, I think to be Watkins I think, to be honest, because we all know that, that the seam route by tight ends has been the Giants' backbreaker for many years. This season, unless I miss something, they've actually done better on tight ends. So I, I can't really destroy Wink Martindale in terms of that. Yeah. But everything else, look, man, the run defense, again, up the middle, is garbage. We have to get that stopped. But to your point, um, uh, lit. The corners have to be – They got. I don't care if it's man or zone. they got to be in these guys' spaces, reroute them, throw off the timing of these receivers because every, we all know it's all about timing in the passing game. You get a jam on a receiver and reroute him, that's the Lawrence or, or A.O., um, Aziz Ojolari, or, um, or Tibideau comes off of there. That gives them a chance to, to do something. And we all know pressure busts pipes. So we saw
1: Right, Seattle. but, but DB, DB, we don't have lockdown corners. And that's what I was saying. In link system, you have to have lockdown corners in order to make your edges be successful. So, I mean, most of our guys in the backfield are rookies, undrafted, or first- or second-year players. Now, that's no excuse, but does that concern you with those matchups? So, if these guys aren't lockdown corners, you got safety, you've to, to play up, your slot is just not covering the tight end.
7: Yeah, we, we have some liabilities. So, Jordan Jackson, to me, ever since he got – he tore something when he was a Titan, ACL, MCL, whatever it was. Because I watched him in college at USC. He was lights out amazing. He was amazing until he got hurt for the Titans. After that, he was damaged goods. So, Adoree Jackson makes me nervous. Um, Darnay Holmes has had his issues too, but you know what? I'd rather see number 30 in there than number 22. Trey Hawkins 3rd isn't hurt or injured. He needs to be out there in the field getting refs because Guess what? Like you said, they are rookies. They are young. But it's just like, uh, you know, experience in in, in a job. You have to get your your feet wet and your hands dirty in order to get that experience, whether it's good or bad. So we're just going to have to deal with that since those guys are younger guys. But, um, yeah, it's going to be interesting. I'm I'm really going to be looking at Wink and the O-line. Those are the only two things I'm looking at because um, Barkley, the receivers, uh, Tommy DeVito, no one can do anything. If if the O line is is garbage like they were last week, so you know I'll leave that there with the offense. But defensively, Wink has to switch it up. He can't zone all game and he can't blitz all game. So, but but those alignments, those ten to twelve yard alignments that we saw last week, can never happen again.
6: Bam,
2: John Connor. John Connor. Thank you. John Connor. John Connor. Yes, sir. Okay, sorry, I kind of lost. John Connor. Okay. All right, nine two nine four seven seven four one seven one. That's my man, DB Nation, everyone. I'm gonna open it up, kind of roundtable style, right now. I need to know what other, um, if there's any, because I guess that was between Jason and, and and Brooklyn, Sean and Dre, Graham and DB. Hey, you guys already covered the uh, matchups as far as I mean, the key matchups. So there's nothing really more I can say. Let's take it. Uh, uh, Carl see c notes lady blue uh look man this this game here yeah. it it looks ugly without and this is and we're four days out you know when if but you know what i think if you know at first glance this is a nice Christmas gift for wobbly eagle. But with a little protection, as B.B. kind of alluded to a little a second ago, with a little protection, I don't know. I, I look my wish is always that they play hard. I, I don't know I don't know. <laughs> help me out. Help help me out, Carl C know. I don't I mean, know. you'll
0: know in the first you'll know in the first ten minutes of this game how the game's gonna go. If they're getting pushed around um by the Eagles defensive line like this like we saw last week. Giants offensive line against the Saints defensive line was basically a mismatch the whole game. Um, it was the one thing that, yeah. and the one thing that was talked about after the game, and you know it seems like it's been a recurring theme with guys on the on the line for the last I don't know it seems like six seven eight years now is this whole stunts and twist um, situation where the offensive line can't pick this up, don't have any understanding of it don't have any way of how to block it. Uh, the center, un- unfortunately, did not have a very good game, at least to me. And that's one matchup I'm, I am intrigued about on Monday is Schmitz against Jalen Carter because you would foresee that if that is a matchup that's going to be something that we're going to be seeing as these you know seasons go by here beyond this individual game or two weeks from now. Like, if the Giants, don't have a center that can or someone that can block him well then you need to we need to upgrade that position immediately or at least go in, or at least looking ahead in, in the future um on the other side you know we talk about the defensive backs and and trying to you know the, the coverage against Philadelphia the one thing i do notice is that in the games take away the last game of the season last year the the week 18 game in the First game last year that they played Philadelphia and the playoff game. When the Eagles were blitzed by the Giants, the Eagles went deep, one on one coverage to Devontae Smith and A. J. Brown and they made plays. Well the same thing happened again. The Eagles have been trying to hit that deep shot seemingly every game this season and very rarely have they had a chance to, have they had have they gotten a good hit rate off of it. For whatever reason. I don't know why, maybe it's just some bad luck this year, who knows? but they've not been able to get that hit. I wonder if the Giants are going are to try this blitz, and if the Eagles are finally going to – is this is going to be the day that the Eagles finally get that to, to go down? Uh-huh. Maybe. Or, and I think this might be what more likely happens this, this Monday, that the Eagles probably play a more conservative game plan under the idea that they could probably run the ball and run the Giants out of the stadium that way to a tune, let's say, 200 yards. Uh, I don't know if Lawrence is going to play. I think he missed practice again. And if he's gone and you only have Thibodeau really to worry about on the defensive line, if you've got the Eagles offensive line, you're saying, all right, we're just going to line up and we're just going to run the ball right at them and there's nothing they can do about it. Because really, for the most part, the Giants, when it comes to stopping the run, haven't really done much about it the whole season. So that's something that, you know, you look at and, you know, you just say.
2: Okay, so with you saying all that, I'm going to ask a question that we haven't asked on this show all season long. Ready?
5: Mhm. Go ahead.
2: What's your score? What's your predicted what what what's the score, the final score of this game?
0: Um 23-10, Philadelphia. It won't be a blowout, what? but it'll be a game where you will never feel as if the Giants are in control.
2: Wonderful. That's
0: well, crazy. That. It'll, it'll it let me rephrase it. It'll feel like a game that, much like last week, where the score was twenty-four to six, and even though the score was like seven to six at halftime, at no point did you really figure the Giants were going to win because the way the game was going, it'll be something kind of similar to that.
2: Especially when uh, Tommy D was—I got to give him credit—he doesn't give up that ball. He knows how to, He's got a lot of heart. So yeah. eventually, okay. that's gonna because, eventually, that's
0: going to turn around. Eventually, that's going to turn around because the math suggests that you know you keep getting pressured. It sacked. Eventually, the ball's coming out. Like that's just logic. Like he's not going to keep get. He's not going to keep taking those sacks and all that and not turn the ball over eventually. Like that's coming. It's just a matter of when. Well, I
2: tell you what. I really like the ratio thus far. I that's a good sign. I mean, ball security is everything. Well, I'm sorry. A, a certain a certain player just bounced in my head. I thought about him. Yeah, and the, bounced in my head. When I was saying that statement. So, yeah, the, yeah, the accumulation.
0: To, yeah, the accumulation over time. It's it's like uh, it's like what Sean said, punch drunk. You know, eventually, you know, you like he, he's only in there. He's in there right now. He's just sort of running around having some fun. But, you know, he's taking up hits. He's, I think he's been sacked 27 times. So, like eventually, you know, things are going to start happening. It's <laughs> just a matter of when.
3: They out there to die.
6: <laughs> I love to die.
2: Oh man <laughs> <laughs> okay notes I'll be right back lady blue give me a give me a um give me a prediction as well, just like c notes did and then a score. well
4: like like c notes said it depends on how the game the first ten minutes go i mean, i really if the if it feels like they're running all over us i it might be like thirty one to ten for all we know I mean. But I'm just a little – I'm just very perturbed that we gave up seven sacks against New Orleans, and we didn't give up any against the Packers. So it depends on which O-line shows up in Philly Monday. I mean, it really depends. Like I said, we are so inconsistent, it's disgusting. But we'll see what happens. But, I mean, I'll be shocked if we do win. Because, like I said, if the Eagles have won 16 out of the last 19 games against us. <laughs> oh, I mean, our, our chances with this team, they just—they are our kryptonite. They have our number. But you know what? Any given Sunday, Monday, Thursday, Saturday, whatever day we play anymore. But, but yeah, the first 10 minutes, the first quarter will determine how the rest of the game goes. Guarantee it. So what, but,
2: so what kind of final score are you looking at?
4: 30 to, 30 to 10,
2: 31 to 10. 31 to 10. That's a real blowout here. Got it. So you're talking about eight eight more points than, than C-Nose had. So that's a, what's that, a turnover? And, uh,
4: we'll see what happens, but like I said, if, if the defense can get some turnovers and, I have a feeling if we see what we saw last week, the defense is going to have to score for us because the offense couldn't even get in the end zone last week. Got um, it. And yeah, I give DeVito much kudos for the seven sacks and not giving up the ball. But like C-Note said, it, I mean, math. It, it's bound to ha- if happen. But like I said, we went from zero sacks against Green Bay to seven in a week. So we don't know what Monday is going to bring. We really don't. Our team is just so inconsistent, we have no idea what's going to happen. It could be a revolving door, or they could shock us all and not allow any sacks again. We don't know what's going to happen. Okay. I just want to see a good game, and I I would really love to beat these bastards again just one more time. I really would. I'd love to beat them again, (laughs) especially in Philly, considering that we haven't done it in 10 years.
2: All right All right Lady Blue everybody Kristen you are up to bat Lady
5: Um, I'm going to go with 21 to 7 I think this okay. is more It's going to be more Of a defensive game um, And low scoring And I My whole thing is Just play good ball And don't embarrass Yourselves again Bleed Blue
2: Bleed Blue Thank you Brooklyn Sean and the, Out there in the wind Somewhere do
6: you, how do you see that? Okay. <laughs> you know what? I, I I have it a little bit closer. I'm going to say 21-17. Okay. Uh, but the Eagles are going to win. Um, I think we're going to keep it close. Because I just don't right now. It just seems like it's the coaching to me. But hopefully, yeah, like everybody was saying the first quarter.
1: Coaching, we, we man. Come on, quarter. man.
6: You know this team is coaching, man.
2: Okay, continue, continue.
6: That's That's true. So yeah, twenty yeah, twenty one seventeen and who knows, maybe we can pull off a Christmas miracle.
4: Gift wrap. Gift wrap. From your lips to the football yeah. gods.
2: There you go. There you go. Brooklyn Shaw, ladies and gentlemen. Drake Graham. How at you boy.
3: Listen, man, it's gonna be bad. It's gonna, hey, me.
5: It's
3: gonna, it's, it's, it's gonna, it's gonna be a forty piece to seven to 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 six or to thirteen. The reason why I say that is because we ain't got no damn kicker. All these numbers you guys giving, you got to kick a field goal to get to that. We we can't kick no damn field goals. <laughs> We're gonna be going for two points. Not getting
7: it. <laughs>
3: listen, 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 Chris. From from where what's where, that? What's that? Beckham's rookie year all the way to now, what eight, nine years? I've been calling into the show. I've never <laughs> ate cray before. I would love for them to make me eat cray. You make that crane sound next week on me 'cause an air fryer, Put it in the air fryer for me. I want air fried crow. That's what I want But I think it's going to be a 40-piece All flat 40-piece
4: Yeah, all flat Forty Gillian uh, kicked a 40-yarder last week Huh? Yeah Our punches kicked a 40-yard field goal last
2: week Yeah, he kicked
4: a 40-yarder
2: well, But I don't know
3: how we, long that I hope he's been practicing we, hope, Listen, we got to get past it. We got to get past the 50-yard line for that I don't even think we're gonna get past the fifty. I'm telling you, man, it's gonna be bad.
6: Oh man! At least not on no, our own. No, if we if we get a turnover,
3: if we get a turnover in our red zone and 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 in their red zone, then okay, we pass the fifty. But our offense, we ain't gonna be able to drive the ball like that, man. I I just don't see it.
2: So give me that. Give me
3: that. Give me that final score. 40, 40 to thirteen. Cause we missed Thank two you. field goals. Yeah, we Let's missed go. two field goals, but we scored twice, so that's progress. That's progress. All right. <laughs> All
2: right. Let me let me turn this let me turn this machine on right here. Okay, there's the meat grinder effect. And sir, you are up next.
7: All right, so I mean, everyone has valid points, but it really comes down to, like Carl said, the beginning of the game, first ten minutes. If the O line is anything like it was last week, that de- it's going to be like it's going to be forty forty two to three. But <laughs> but, it's, but 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 hold on. Here, here's my flip side. If somehow, like Lady Blue said, it depends which O line shows up. If somehow the old line that played against Green Bay shows up. I'm going Giants 24-21. Ooh, because Dang. Jalen Hurts will force it. He'll force it when he's under pressure to he AJ will. Brown. That's his security blanket. So we like, like I said, like I said, that Seattle game was a clear. Was it, it showed the flaws that Philly has? It shows the flaws that Philly has. So. um... They did what they had to do to to, to not even get him rattled. He, that got us to get rattled. But to flush him out of the pocket, to make him uh, make bad decisions and speed up that clock in his head. And anyhow, the O-line block for a time at DeVito. He's going to make it happen. And don't okay. let us get a little bit of daylight. But it all comes down to that. If if the O-line sucks, 42-3. If the O-line plays decent, 24-21. Blee-boo.
2: Blee-boo. Jason, are you available, sir?
1: Yes, I am. I've been waiting patiently for you, Chris.
2: Thank you very much. Give me, a, give me, give me hey. the same stuff everybody else, gave. I, I mean, look at it. I, I
1: look at it as the Eagles are in desperation. They are a wounded animal, and they are going to fight, scrap, and go out and kill. It's going to be a minimum of 21 points Eagles are going to win by. This is kind of like a – a statement game for them to determine to the rest of the world that they're not soft; they don't have these flaws. But I mean, any way you slice it and dice it, Eagles by by twenty-one. Just just to prove a point that they are the dominant alpha male in in our division and in the NFC.
2: Yeah, and I'm gonna go ahead and uh, let me tell you, the Tommy DeVito craze is the, the magic is not enough to overcome this one. The Eagles are desperate. Um, I, I, I've been feeling that way the entire week. They, they need this win coming off that loss to Seattle. They just need it, period. They just need it. And they've talked about this. And also they've got some inner drama going on anyway. They, they, they need to prove this to themselves. They'll, be a, they'll, they'll spend Christmas Day in black on their field with that goddamn motif going. Right now I just see 30-13 Eagles over the Giants. And that's all I'm going to say about that. Okay, you guys, I need really 20, literally 25 seconds each of a final thought, starting with the C-Notes right here.
0: Hey, happy holidays. Merry Christmas to everybody since this is the last show of the year. And uh, no football. We'll see everybody in 2024. Take care, everybody.
2: Hey, man, happy holidays. Thank you so much. C-Notes, everyone. Lady Blue.
4: Yes, sir. Happy holidays. Happy New Year. Let's just hope for a good game, no injuries, and we will always bleed blue no matter how shitty we play. Have a good year, everyone, right. and talk to you next year. Bleed blue. Happy New Year.
5: Kristen! Has Philly clinched?
6: Huh? Playoff. Playoff.
5: They did, right? Okay. Just checking. That's what I thought. Anyway, um... We blue, everybody. I'm, Stay I'm, safe. Yeah, Merry Christmas. And hallelujah. Love you guys. God bless.
2: I love you. Brooklyn, thank you, Christian. Happy New Year. Um, Brooklyn Sean.
5: Peace and
6: blessings to all. Stay safe. And enjoy the holidays with the loved ones, always.
2: Bleed blue. Bleed blue. Drake Brown.
3: Yeah, man. It's gonna be ugly, but hey, everybody have a everybody have a good Christmas. Stay safe, and my air fryer gonna be plugged in for the next time we talk. Hopefully, I
7: don't get to use it. Bleed blue,
6: bleed blue, DB Nation. <laughs> oh man, yes, yeah, it's,
7: it's great to sum up another year with all the good callers that call in. So it's good to be able to vent about the team that we love and. Hopefully, even though it's a, a, a needle in a haystack, could you imagine what kind of Christmas gift that would be for all of us if they pull this off? Oh, yeah. Blee Blue. Blee Blue. Yes.
2: Yes, yes, yes. Blee Blue. Blue. That's, that's BB Nation. It's my boy right there. Hey, Jason, say happy, say, say happy holidays to everybody, please, before we shine off.
1: Happy holidays, everybody. On command,
2: happy holidays. Happy holidays. Hope everyone has a...
1: Hope everyone has a wonderful weekend. Uh, just enjoy it. Enjoy the game. Speak to you all
2: soon. Bleed Blue. This was the very last show, uh giant show of 2023. I'd like to thank everybody that's called in throughout the entire year, including the ones that are on here now, like Lady Blue, Kristen, C-Notes, Jason, Brooklyn Sean, Dre Graham, and my man, BB Nation. Listen, I want everyone to be safe out there. And, and listen, be just... Hey, wish for peace, blessings, happiness. The world is kind of a crazy place right now, and the best, the, the best thing that we, that we can afford and award our, reward ourselves with for us and our families is happiness and good tidings. So, hey, happy holidays, Hanukkah, uh, everything, of, of Christmas. Just happy holidays, man. Happy New Year, too. We'll see you guys right after the New Year. Bleed Blue. And, uh, Steve, wherever you are, thank you very much, bro. All right. That was the Bleed Blue Show for 2023. We'll see you after the new year. Bleed Blue. Bleed Blue.
5: Bleed Blue. blue.
6: Can
2: you dig it? Bleed Blue. Can you dig it?
3: We blue, blee blue, blue blue, blue blue, blue, blue 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 blue.